It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I had to go about it, write it out, and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell you. I had to fail, had to fall just for what I did well. It is a final word daily. Adam Collins and Jeff Lemon. The first day of the first test of the summer, Australia and the West Indies were at the Perth Stadium. Jeff, mm-hmm. tell us about it in 30 seconds. Australia won the toss, chose to bat, and it was hard graft through the first session. Only 72 runs added. Uh, not many of those came off the seam bowlers. Five of them were the West Indies picked. Why not when you can? And Ruston Chase bowling a bit of spin. That was the only thing that got tonked around. Warner was out early. Kawaja and Labuschagne batting into the second session. Kawaja 65, eventually nicks off to Kyle Mayers, but Labuschagne goes on to 100. And then on to 150, the milestone everyone craves. He was joined by Steve Smith, 142-run partnership. They belted them in the last session. 131 they added after doing all the hard work early, cashed in late, and uh, West Indies bowlers didn't get the reward for some good work. Two for 293 at the close. Labuschagne 154, Smith 54, two 142 run partnerships. 59 one between Smith. 59 Smith. 59, right. I, I'd yeah. taken my note down incorrectly. Um, but uh, yes, the, the 142 that is unbeaten going into tomorrow between the two great mates, Labuschagne and Smith after it was Labuschagne and Kawaja earlier in the day and lovely piece of bowling from Kyle Mayers. What characters are these two? Oh, they just, they love each other's company. Oh, sometimes one does something and then the other one copies it. Oh, isn't it delightful? Sometimes they go out for dinner, one of them orders something, the other one says, I'll have the same thing. Oh, isn't it adorable? It's watching my parents get two cups of Chino together. Yeah. They always get the same thing. Uh, no, the, the, the interesting thing for me today was that, well, mm-hmm. a number of them, but one of them, is that Labuschagne has a way of doing it at the start of a series at the start of a summer mm-hmm. or against a new opposition. Dan mm-hmm. Bredig made this point earlier that Mark Taylor had a similar knack. So that's the third country we're at the first time of asking. Okay. Labuschagne's made 100. Made 100 opening day 
against Pakistan at Brisbane a couple of years ago. Even the 74 he made last year at the Gabba yep. in the first innings of that series, he just likes to make his presence felt early on. Mm -hmm. And it felt like it was foretold. It was a very Marnus Labuschagne innings. And by that I mean he started slow, which has been a bit of a feature of Labuschagne in the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. Had his chances, bit of luck along the way. Um, wasn't completely convincing for his first, say, 50 didn't, or 60 didn't runs. Didn't get strictly dropped, though. This has no, been, no, this no, has no, been no, a Manus, a Man, no yeah. but It's important to note, it's been a Manus theme that he gets dropped a lot. Yes. Um, and on this particular occasion, there was an edge over the cord and there were a couple of streaky ones, but he wasn't actually dropped. Yeah, the frustrating thing for the Windies would be, and I really admired this from Craig Brathwaite, they had Four slips, five slips. It was Ben Stokes-esque. They just kept the, the cord in for as long as they could. Mm -hmm. And as soon as they broke it up, seemingly as soon as they broke it up, they went to two slips in a gully. Straight through third slip, catchable height from the bowling of seals. Already had one wicket. It would have been taken here mm -hmm. by a third slip. Mm -hmm. My hands are in front of my face if you're sure. not listening yeah. on Yeah, If, if you're, you're listening, listening to this on vinyl in years e to come. Exactly. But no, that, that was the one moment when you're like, ah. And you could see the response from Seals and from Brathwaite having yes. stuck true with the cord the whole way through. Wow. You know, it's as, it's the, a story as, as, as long as time a more the, memorial in cricket. But the response, as soon as you remove a slip, the ball will go through. The response then. from Seals was, oh, oh. <laughs> Um, but you know, I mean, he was good. I thought. Yeah, amazing that they've they've taught seals to bowl that well. I, I maybe underbowled because because Alzari and uh, Alzari Joseph and Jay Seals both looked fierce in the first session. Uh, Joseph bowled five overs and Seals bowled six, and I thought maybe they were underused at that particular point in time because uh, although everybody else aside from Roston Chase bowled pretty well in that first session too it was like there was your menace those were your bowlers like yeah you want to use them in short bursts but maybe not five overs in the first session yeah I thought that Roach worked hard and didn't do an awful lot wrong with limited yeah. luck he's not taken a wicket actually you know what I'll leave that for the, uh, the Hall of Fame okay uh, Joseph wasn't as impressive because he let them leave too many bloody balls mm -hmm. um, there was a, a stat that did the rounds today I think it was the the highest percentage of leaves Australia have had in a test match since like 2018 or mm -hmm. something like that. I, I, I got that off Crickbiz and didn't read it properly. Okay. But the point I'm trying to make oh, that stands. Is, that's amazing research. I stole it and I didn't work out what I, it actually I, I, was. I asked for it. I didn't read it properly when I was on air and I'm not relaying it accurately now. But for a decent slab of time, they've not been able to leave yeah. that many balls go. And I think that was kind of an our, our, our Zari Joseph story. Mm -hmm. um, and Seals was... Uh, was uh, was more penetrative. Nowhere near as penetrative as Kyle Mayers, by the way. And, oh, yeah. and, and I, I suppose we we set this up on the I think the weekly show yesterday, or maybe one of the previews mm -hmm. we were doing that because Kyle Mayers just bowls in the channel and has the ball moving both ways and running his fingers down the seam as well. Mm -hmm. You don't see many old-fashioned medium paces um, in the modern game, and because maybe the lack of pace means he gets more lateral movement. Mm -hmm. but the ball he got Kawaja with was a, was an absolute beauty. It was. It was a gem, um, and it <coughs> you know it came at a point where West Indies were flagging. They needed something because they had bowled so well in that first session, and, yeah. and it was and the first session was about patience. Um, and even David Warner came out and did a fair bit of leaving for the first three and most of the fourth over, and then he just nailed one pull shot for four, and he's like, ooh, hitting boundaries. I like <laughs> doing that. And the next one, he got width, and that is the kind of ball that Warner does crack through cover for four, went after it, bottom edge into the stumps. But that was the last bit of impatience, really, for the session, because Kawadra and Labuschagne both just said, OK, this is tough, it's going to be tough, all we need to do is be there at lunch. Then they start to blossom after the lunch break, and it's really against the run when Kawadra's on 65, and Mayer is coming around the wicket to the left-hander, angles it in, swings it a little bit away, decks it away off the seam, Kawadra's playing the line, and just... 
I mean, yeah, hands out in front of his body and going hard at the ball, well, that, but, that, yeah, that, but still, the perfect nick-off, really. I, I agree. With that angle, you would imagine you've got a player say that's hitting middle stump, and that was mm. the angle it's on. You can't play assuming it's going to move away as much as it did. It was a you know, fine piece of bowling. What was more interesting was it was the first ball that Mayers bowled mm -hmm. in the session, and it was into kind of deep into hour four. I think that was a, uh, a mistake from Brathwaite not to use him more, considering he bowled yeah. beautifully in the first session. Going to get some um, uh, conversation here. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, so, so Mayers could have bowled more. I thought Holder bowled really tightly early on. None for one from his first five overs or something like that. So let's get the girls. And, and, and Slick Rick, I think he called Rick. Because I'm like, well, how am I yeah. going to take that? Okay. It's the best hair yeah. in London. So yep. it's, it's respected as mm -hmm. in Perth as well. Anyway, where are we? Um, <laughs> Kyle Mayers and Jason Holder bowled well. Probably Kyle bowled... Mayonnaise. Is that a thing? Could we make that? Could we sell that? Could we, you know, could we get that as a product that's marketable? Yeah, I yeah. feel like you could. So it just that... adds a little something because, <laughs> you, you're like, it shouldn't taste as good as it does, but you put a bit of Kyle mayonnaise on You're giving on him some PR, yeah. Things happen. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a fucking niche joke. Uh, it's better than giving him hell, man. Uh, yeah. For all of your mayonnaise humour, this is, this is the whitest cricket show around. Yes, it is indeed. So... Uh, look, where are we? Let's talk about Steve Smith, shall we? So, mm -hmm. the... the, the, the the last three home summers have been yep. modest by his standards, with the yep. exception of the century he made against India at Sydney early yep. 2021, I guess it would have been. Um, he was pretty frustrated after the Test Series last year. His yeah. Test average dropped into the 50s and it stayed there through Pakistan. It got back into the 60s at Gaul, but mm -hmm. yeah, 59 not out overnight. And the way that he got to, I reckon, 30, it was very different to the way that Labashain and Khawaja got to 30, mm. wasn't it? I mean, he really did race out of the blocks and a couple of those cover drives off Roston Chase who was over today I thought mm -hmm. spoke to the fact that he's now very much batting next to the ball and he's spoken yeah. a lot about batting next to the ball how he's opening up cover in a more conventional yep. way even if it is with his bottom hand with that weird grip he's got yeah but, but it's it's the less weird grip because <coughs> you know because the way he had such a choked off grip it was like he was trying to murder a Thanksgiving turkey <laughs> the way he used to bat when he tried to play a cover drive he had to crank his wrists all the way around like that in order to open up the space now it's a bit easier to access that yep. we're seeing him go through cover a lot more we're seeing him like he still does his, you know, box pad pad box pad pad tap tap dip thing, but he's not doing the moving around the crease like a freaking Venetian blind. Or, well, we, we did sorry, see the other a couple kind. of Venetian blinds go this go up and down. <laughs> the ones that go side Vertical to side, blinds. the curtain, um, no. the, yeah, the curtain rail. I don't know, whatever it might be. The the point is this: that both he and Labuschagne looked much more chilled out at the crease and it made it much less stressful to watch. I enjoyed watching the bat today more than I ever have together. There wasn't so much of that, no yeah, the, you know, yeah. The, yeah, 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 there was, <laughs> it, it, and that, I mean, there the were a Gandalf couple of light, stuff, light stuff, saver yeah. things, but you shall not pass. But you didn't see much of that from Labuschagne, no. interestingly. He was, it's he as was though they've had a chat in the off season, like, not that there is an off season in, no. in modern cricket, and they've said, let's just shelve the theatrics mm -hmm. and see whether batting like two relatively well-adjusted mm -hmm. normal people mm -hmm. might work out for us. Mm -hmm. And what do you know, 154 not out and 55 not out at well, close Well, it, it is century partnership number eight for them as well, as well as century number eight for Labuschagne individually. So they've had success together before, but yeah, it was, it was much more chilled out to watch. I enjoyed watching it more. And they really opened up. So they put on 131 in the last session, I'm gonna say, after it was 72 in the first session, it was 90 in the second session, yep. and then 131 in the third. So yeah, a bit more time in that last session, but they were able to open up. They were able to take on the short ball a bit as the ball got older, even though West Indies tried the bouncer trap on occasion. They had you know, the two out on the leg mm. side and the fly slip and all that sort of stuff. But when the ball was a bit less menacing as a bouncer, they were able to play cross bat shots more. And 
Um, you know, I mean, fundamentally, it all looks pretty comfortable as they got it up to 80 overs. New ball didn't do much, 90 overs, so that's a 10 over old ball that West Indies have to try to do something with on day two. Final word, Hall of Fame, woodstockcricket.co.uk, a Woodstock test player playing today in Josh De Silva. I think he's mm-hmm. the only Woodstock test player at the moment. Of mm-hmm. course, Stephen Finn has retired. So 20% off with TFW20, woodstockcricket.co.uk. We'll talk a lot more about that through the series with Josh De Silva doing his thing and getting angry. A couple of bits and pieces okay. from me. One, why did they not take the second year ball at 80? Why did they bowl? Why did, why did, why did, Craig. Why did Craig... With two Gs. him Carlos. Carlos. Why did Craig Brathett, as we were calling him a little while ago, back to yep. Brathwaite now. Sure. Um, why did he bowl that one over for? Why did he go riding on the horses? Yeah, yeah. That's the <laughs> so, way it's going to be, little darling. That's what he said. I'm going to be bowling the 80th over. And he bowled a decent 80th over, but he could have... No, it was himself. the 82nd. He bowled the 82nd oh, right. over, which was just all quite odd. Anyway, um, my Hall of Fame nominations are... Mm. Well, there's two of them. One was okay. the Justin Langer hug fest mm. um, before play. He went mm-hmm. up to every... And, Hugger-palooza. And, and Channel 7 captured this pretty well, actually. Just by coincidence. Yeah, by well, sheer coincidence. It is his employer. Yeah. Um, and, and hugged every Australian player. Some uh-huh. more, I would say, awkwardly than others, but you could see what he was trying to do through his actions to yes. try and neutralise the, the coverage. Fine. We're fine. Um, there was 10,900 people here today, which... Just gone through it with Bredo. Like that's actually fine as well. Like the, the last time that the first test of a summer was played in Perth, it was against South Africa at the Wacker uh-huh. in 2016, and there were 12,000 people there. Yep. So for all of the talk of you know mass protests and booing and yep. all that carry on, this is broadly in the margins play on. The West Indies tested 1997, started on a Saturday and had 10,000. Well, when New Zealand here as had well. the first test here in 1994, there were 4,000 at the Wacker. So yep. you know, it, yep. it's not a Yes, it, it yep. does stand out because they're playing in a 60,000-seater. Yes, mm. this test should be played over at the Wacker. The next time mm. the Windies are here, if the Wacker's finished, that, it clearly should be there for atmospheric reasons. But, okay. um, but that's okay. We'll, we'll get there. That's, that's not possible right now because the printable stand and the, and the mm. uh, Inverarity stand are lying in rubble at the moment. My Hall of Fame is, um, it's about interpretation because there was a, a little exchange where a good over was being bowled to, I think it was the Seals over to Labuschagne. And, uh, and the commentators are saying, oh, you could hear him on the stump mic saying, you've won the over. Oh, you did. And, and what about when, when Labuschagne was clapping at the end of an over? At, um, he's like clapping the bolt, encouraging them on. I'm not sure that that's what he said. My interpretation was that he said, there's one more in the over. As in, there, it was five balls have been bowled and there was one left to come. Oh, so right. my interpretation was, get back to your mark, champ, and finish off the over. Oh, and that it was not as friendly as it was made at. Now, maybe I'm wrong. There was a couple of times where Labuschagne was clapping the West Indies bowls yeah. and bowling good balls yeah. from the non-striker's end. Yeah. Very I wonder if he'll do that at cover when they play a cover drive and just clap yeah. it to the boundary <laughs> yeah. like they used he'll to. He'll escort it to the boundary, yeah. take it all yeah. away. Valedictorian um, in, in the days of Jack Hobbs. Poor old Kim Roach mm. has that leg before review late in the day with the second year ball. Hasn't taken a wicket in Australia since 2009. Went wicketless in 15, Many 16. people haven't. <laughs> um, but still, the fact that his longevity, his career has actually gotten better in recent years mm-hmm. as far as, you know, you, you look at the numbers and he's been super consistent. But... Um, I mean, I'm not saying it's playing on his mind, but mm. you can interpret that from our vantage point in the commentary box that a guy he's had to wait as long as he has. And the last wicket he got, that Cat pulled this up, was Ricky Ponting batting at nine. And the reason he was batting at nine is because Kimo Roach smashed him in the helmet earlier mm. in the test match and made him retire hurt. 
Ah, okay. Well, <laughs> uh, got his go. man in the end, the waiting game. Maybe get Ponting <laughs> in the middle. Um, I think that's enough from us because yep. it's very windy here and they're emptying the garbage right next to where we're filming and it smells extremely bad. Luckily, podcasts <laughs> are audio and sometimes visual. If you really like what we do, patreon.com forward slash the final word. Chat to us there and on Discord. Um, that's it. We better go. The soccer okay. is tonight. Go you good thing. Cut up. Later. Sorry if I ran out to empty, wrote this so you know what I meant here. I had to go about it.